goodness, here we are again for episode 12 of On the Bench with Beaks. I'm your humble host, Mr. Cody Beekman. I'm also joined by Crisscross Criss Cross Applesauce, Moore Meyer. Hey guys, how are you guys doing today? And Mr. One Man Banders, Keith Zanders. Hello everyone. Today's a special episode today. We, we have the Clash of the Titans. We have the boys Brandon and Ryan from the Hockey Minute. Boys... Thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, say what's up to the people out there. Hey, what's going on, man? Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's like uh, Jay-Z and Kanye coming together right now. For real, for real. It's, it, 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 We're the least boys. Yeah. <laughs> bring it down, bring it down. Let's go. Def Jam concert right now. <laughs> East versus West. No. Uh <laughs> So boys, uh, we're so ha- we're, we're so stoked to have you on here. I mean, uh, you guys were nice enough to bring me on, and uh, obviously we gotta we gotta come back come back and throw you guys on. Uh, how you guys been out in uh, out in Coover Way? Man, it's it's been beautiful out here. Um, I mean, really, it's just uh, it, making the best we can of the the situation. But we're lucky that we live in BC, right? So the weather's been kind of turning into summer lately, and uh, everybody's been getting out. And I mean, if you weren't looking at the news, you wouldn't know what was going on. It seems like everybody's kind of going about their regular business, which is something I'm 100% ready for. So it's been awesome. Uh, I think we can all agree about that. I mean, uh, around here, it's, it's sun shining, people out, getting around. I mean, uh, it, yeah, you would you never think that anything ever happened. Oh, and hockey's back today. I mean, what a day. What a day. God, it's a good day. Good day in hockey history. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah. Huge stuff coming out about that, and uh, it's actually really fortuitous that we get you on today so we can actually talk about it. So let's get right into it. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, Gary Bettman said there will be hockey this year. How do you uh, how do you guys feel about it? Well, I mean, it's it's excitement, oh, man, right? I'm, I'm, I mean, oh, sorry, Ryan, go, yeah, yeah, it's, ex- it's excitement. One at a time, boys, <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> We're trying to figure that out, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's exciting. And I think that's what everybody, every hockey fan has wanted. But on top of that, you got to think, too, it's such a great chance for the NHL to to stand apart, right? NBA and MLB are still shut down trying to figure things out. So I think uh, I think we're going to gain a lot of new fans this way. And I know for you guys, your abs are going to be cooking, too. So I'm sure all of Denver is pretty pumped right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, we were we were flying pretty high down that uh last stretch so it's it's awesome to see them come back and and i and i know brandon's stoked because he doesn't have to go through that like will they or won't they with the uh the canucks actually like you know making a presence in the uh, playoffs yeah man it honestly going into the end of the year there uh i was not feeling super hopeful about the canucks chances they were kind of they were sliding and sliding and sliding and the way that mini was coming on and all these other teams were pressing i i wasn't feeling so good about it so i mean now everybody's got a bit of a reset right i don't think i don't think anybody's feeling like they're carrying their momentum in it's just a fresh start for everybody so yeah absolutely pumped for the canucks oh hands all up in the air so well you guys you guys know how we do things we got a hockey day in history and uh so i'm gonna put you guys' knowledge to the test uh you guys got any hockey days in history Oh, you want me to kick us off? Jesus Christ! <laughs> it was it was it was the 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 long pause for Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in. just learning how to read. Um, 
So May, May 28th, 1992, I thought this was kind of interesting. At two coin toss ceremonies held in Pittsburgh, Ottawa won the right to choose first in the upcoming expansion draft, while Tampa Bay won the right to choose first in the upcoming entry draft. Do you guys know who was picked in that entry draft first overall by Tampa, 1992? 1992. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go say it's uh, either Hobby Bullen or Vinny LeCavalier. Fuck, you're a little you're a little too uh, too late there. Um, I'm gonna have to say Martin St. Louis. No, he was undrafted. So no, no. Yeah, undrafted. Yeah. What do you got, Keats? I got nothing. I'm just I'm all ears. Well, it was uh, Roman the Hammer Hammerlick. Oh, there you go. Oh, all right, all right. One One of the all-time great names in hockey, isn't he? Yeah, oh, tell tell me about it. (laughs) Great name, great name in hockey. All right, let's keep this uh, gravy train rolling. Yeah, uh, boys, May 28th, 1992. My One of my all-time favorite players growing up. I I can't say the all-time, but as far as non-Canuck players, this guy absolutely stands above the rest. Mario Lemieux scores his 14th and 15th playoff goals of the year to lead the Penguins to a 3-1 win over the Blackhawks in Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Le Magnifique. Oh. That's beautiful. All right. Uh, I mean, well, Mario always brought it. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. Super oh, Mario. Yeah. Love to watch him, the old tapes of him playing and everything. Absolutely. Growing up, too. Oh, and he was such a big body, and it, the way that the way that man could move was just—it was almost ridiculous. Oh yeah. See that big mass just pummeling down on you. I'm surprised he didn't score more goals just by running over the tendy. <laughs> 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 All right, Ross, I think you got one coming up here too. Oh yeah. Um, mine's from May. 29th, 1996. Joe Sakic scored two goals. And an assist as an avalanche won 4 1 over the visiting Red Wings. Eliminated Detroit from the playoffs in game six of the Western Conference Finals. And Patrick, it was Patrick Waugh's 132nd playoff game to tie Billy Smith's record. Battling Billy Smith, that's pretty sweet. Keats, you want to go next? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm not going to go too far back. Uh, I guess I can kind of even throw in a, a trivia question before I even, uh, you know. Read my uh, oh, taking the trick, taking a trick yeah, out of my book. Yeah, All see, right, see let's if see anyone, what you got. So, uh, do you guys know? Uh, this is kind of more for, I guess, Colorado based people. Something, Uh-oh. something ha- that happened May 28th in 2003. May 28th, May 28th, in the, 2003. Yeah, in the uh. Around the Colorado Avalanche. Is that second uh, or third round? Uh, that was, uh, wait, no, uh, uh didn't Patty retire? Yep. That's right. Oh. Patrick, ret- Patrick Wall retirement. There you That's go. That's right. May, uh, 28th, 2003, our beloved Patrick Wall announced his retirement after 18 NHL seasons with Montreal Canadiens, uh, as well as Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Wall retired as NHL's all-time leader with 1,029 regular season games, 551 wins, uh, let's see here, and uh, 247 Stanley Cup games, uh, 151 playoff victories, and 20 playoff shutouts. 
pretty impressive. Oh, you're, I mean, kind of. You know, <laughs> I mean, this man's got a resume. You cannot <laughs> lie. All right, so I got one. I got one here for you, boys. Uh, this one actually just happened. Literally just happened. Uh, David Pasternak becomes the very first Boston Bruin to win the Rocket Richard Trophy. And now, uh, oh yeah, Brandon, oh, <laughs> he's got he's got so much disdain for Boston. He just can't even like. He's just like, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Cool story, bro. So well, but, actually, but honestly, what I was just thinking about that is it's kind of funny that the first time they win it, they have to split it. Oh, I know. oh yeah, seriously with uh with Ovi. Ovi, yeah. Uh, and I mean, uh, Ryan's like, of course, of course, Ovi is gonna be number one on there. So um, I've asked, uh, this actually comes with a little bit of trivia as well. Who was the last Boston Bruin to score 50 goals in a season? It's Cam Neely. Oh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> All right. That's beautiful. I, I'm fucking proud of you. <laughs> Normally I can get these guys on almost everything I got, but uh, that, was, that was a quick one. But, yeah, uh, old Seabass himself. All right, so going back into this, like, all right, uh, if if you guys uh, have seen the presser, yes, we are going to have hockey. It's going to be the 24-team playoff, obviously. 12 teams are going to be battling it out in a five-game series first. So let's start with the West. Um, so we got uh, we got plenty of teams. Who, um, who do you guys think is going to be the dark horse to, like, the – real dark horse to rise out of the Western Conference five-game playoffs. Hmm. If you guys need a little fresher on all the teams, it's uh, Edmonton Oilers, Chicago Blackhawks, Nashville Predators, uh, Arizona Coyotes, Vancouver Canucks, Minnesota Wild, Calgary, and Winnipeg. Who do you guys got? surprisingly coming out of here and who do you think is just gonna you know ride straight through it i'll start with you ryan i'm gonna say the oilers like i think healthy mcdavid uh healthy dry saddle darnell nurse i'm a big fan of him and i just think that when you have the like they have the two top scorers here's a little piece of history for you guys it's the first time since lemieux and yager that the uh, number one and number two scorers in the league have played for the same team so I mean, that we are looking at a team that I think McDavid's getting a little bit pissed off. And when you look at other greats like Crosby, Patrick Kane of their era, they've already got their cup by, by year three, year four. It's Connor's time, man. All right. What about you, Brandon? Yeah, I, when I look at the playoffs, I think I my kind of mode of thinking is always who can bore everybody to death and make it through – Right. And I mean, it doesn't sound very exciting, but it's kind of the way it works for the playoffs. Look at the Devils, right, for years. And I think uh, a team that's modeling that as best they can are the the Dallas Stars. And I think they're going to roll through almost everybody. You know, I won't say uncontested. I see a lot of 2-1 and one nothing victories, but I also don't see them being challenged, <clears throat> pardon me, challenged too aggressively until at least the conference finals. That's kind of how I look at the Arizona Coyotes, too. I mean, all throughout, all throughout the season, they've, you know, They've been winning games, but it's not. It hasn't been exciting hockey or anything. But you know what? They're still winning games, and I think they have the uh, the potential to steal one. 
uh, steal at least a series or two. So, and I mean they they are they're good at uh, actually pressuring the puck and just yeah playing playing hockey, but you still win. What about you, Keats? What about you, Ross? What do you guys think? Well, um, I that's I would I would have to say possibly Calgary if if they kind of get everything together. Um, I mean they couldn't actually be a contender and just you know kind of slip in to the playoffs like they did when the Avs went up against them last year, you know, and uh, just be able to kind of just somehow hold their own and get the points and get the goals that they need as well. So um, that, and I, as you said, the Coyotes, that's been kind of like an under-the-radar team that nobody expects to come, you know, from where they were, especially getting Kessel and, you know, Taylor Hall. I mean, those are big names, but... You just don't know how that's going to just gel with the rest of the team that's already there with Oliver Reckon and Larson and all those guys. So, yeah, we'll just see how that goes. Yeah, it's been working out pretty well for them so far. What about you, Keats? What do you think? Oh, man, I'm having a hard time with this. As I'm looking at all the teams, you know, um, hard to say. (laughs) I mean, they're all kind of like, ugh, to me, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) He's just got his eyes on the abs. (laughs) But, uh... All no. three of us do. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta be, I mean, at some point, you got to be a little biased where we are hosting a fucking podcast. I mean, that is true. What do you guys think? Should I, should I go say Chicago? Oh, are my they, God. Are, you are, are those st- guys are Those guys are due for a comeback, right? Oh it's God. been a while. <laughs> <laughs> They've had too many already. They can just sit in the truck, basically. They can wait another couple. Hey, listen, <laughs> Keats, I, I agree, man, yeah, because you know what? It's a conspiracy. They're the 12th team. They were the cutoff team. The NHL knows... Chicago wins. That's a lot of money coming in. See, we, there you go. Oh yeah, big we got to wake count. up, guys. Yeah, oh, well, that's that's exactly it. Yeah. Stay woke here, guys. Okay. Even just being on the air, right? They're like one of the top five markets. So, not only are they podcasters, but they sniff out the underlines of the NHL. Hey, man, we all got, <laughs> we all got to wear our tinfoil hats sometimes here. Yeah, you, you should hear our show it. before and after we record. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, hell yeah! All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's look into the Eastern Conference. I mean, uh, all the uh, all the qualifying round uh, teams follow as uh, as Pittsburgh Penguins, Montreal Canadiens, Carolina Hurricanes, New York Rangers, New York Islanders, Florida Panthers, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Columbus Blue Jackets. We'll go back to you, Ryan. What's up, bud? Well, none of this matters because the Capitals are going to win, but. Uh, t- I'll, I'll answer your question. You know what? I hate to say it, but I think Toronto, like I just, they got such high powered offense and their defense is going to be healthy. Uh, Frederick Anderson's a great goaltender and they're going up against a Columbus team that has had a nice stretch of magic here, but I just don't think that they're going to get the job done. I don't think they're going to have a repeat of last year. So I think looking at all those qualifying round teams, Toronto on paper anyways, is the best. No, yeah, I could see it. Uh, well, that is that that's remains to be seen if they uh, meet up with the Boston Bruins again for the millionth <laughs> time. What about you, Brandon? What you got, man? It's just funny you mentioned the Bruins. That's what I wanted to mention for Toronto is they're all just so grateful they didn't draw the Bruins and however this lined up, right? They're like, oh, thank Christ, we have a chance of making it through the first round. Although if it looks like they're going to line up against the Rangers, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see, you know, Shesterkin or 
or just some random Maple Leafs luck happen that, that ends up kicking them out of the first round, much to, to my delight. But uh, as far as my pick to make it through, I, I think it has to be the Hurricanes. I think it, looking in the East, they're one of the most well-rounded teams. Their defense is incredible. they got a good tandem in that. They have a good balance of forward uh, youth and like a, a veteran core that can carry them. I, just, I think uh, there's going to be almost no obstacle that can stop the, the Hurricanes as long as they can roll even remotely like they've been doing all year. And you know what? I got to agree. I, uh, that, that was going to be my pick. I mean, Carolina, uh, they, they know they've, they've been the, uh, the underdog pretty much the, uh, the last couple times they've been in the, in the playoffs and they can, uh, they can actually, uh, Keats is, Keats is, uh, uh just, nodding his head too. I'm nodding my head. I was, I was going to say Carolina too. Yeah. So, uh, then in this case, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to have to like, I'll change my pick, you know, uh, the one I'm looking at right now, uh, that I think uh, the this this series is going to be a battle is uh, New York Islanders versus Florida Panthers. Oh yeah, you got Bob coming in as a goaltender for the Florida Panthers, dude. Oh yeah. Well, and I mean, uh, the F- Florida's got a pretty uh, pretty hot set of set, set of forwards, and yeah. I get going against the New York Islanders. You know, just shut down uh, play. It's it's going to be an interesting one. See if uh, if uh, the Panthers can overcome the uh, shutdown D, or the the, uh, the Islanders just blank them. So I'm gonna keep an eye on that. But I would I would say uh, the New York Islanders could probably squeeze a few out and really make a splash. Yeah, no, I agree with you, dude. Um, there's there's a few teams on this list, man. I mean, for like personal reasons too. Obviously, I wouldn't shy away from Pittsburgh. Oh, Those no. guys have, you know, showed it time and, you know, that they can, they have what it takes. They have the players. Plus, it's cool to see, cool to be, uh, see Teddy do something with those guys. Of course. Former Latvian, you know, got to support him. Um, but then, again, like, I'd love to see Columbus, how cool it would be. Oh, yeah. Your boy Merzlikin is <laughs> yeah. going somewhere, buddy. Yeah. But those, that's, that's, again, that's just, you know, picking favorite players and stuff. Well, and I mean, uh, we've said this till we're blue in the face. I mean, all, all these teams are going to be well, re- well, like well rested and and healed up. So we're going to be seeing a lot of like uh, eventually we're going to be seeing a lot of high power hockey. Oh, yeah. And then Brandon and Ryan, you guys can agree with me. I mean, you're going to see probably the best playoff hockey with everybody being healthy that we've seen in a while. And it's going to be fun. <laughs> It's really going to be. Yeah, I think it'll take them a little bit to sh- kind of skate the rust off. But you're right. I mean, with all the, the guys. I mean, I saw Tarasenko, like, in St. Louis, right? He's He's been – was supposed to come back in March from a torn labrum or something. And now they said he's essentially get, been given nine months to recover. Like, that's going to be huge for him. Oh, yeah. That's going to be way big, especially for the Blues if they want to make a big – you know, run again, run it again. You See, know, I'm kind of with Ryan on all this too. I don't, I don't think we should be like super stoked right off the bat because, uh, like Ryan said, these guys are probably take quite a bit of time to skate the rough, uh, rust off of them. Uh, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna be as exciting right off the bat. No, uh, just because of how much time they had off, and right. who knows in what uh, 
physical ability these guys are in i mean i know they're gonna do their camp stuff but is how how long was the camp like four weeks or something like that i think they're looking at a three-week training three, camp right now it's, and and let's be honest is that enough time well and who i mean i don't know is it well i don't know and who knows if they've actually been boys if they've been actually like keeping up with the regiments at home or anything well that's like what i'm that, saying you know you know that it's depends. it's one thing you know no, ryan's like, just oh. over here just shaking his head they've been eating donuts and having you know I, I can't. No, but it's it's the honest to God truth, you know, and not to bash on uh, anyone or, but it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, what we see is what we see on like Instagram and stuff, and it's one of those like, oh yeah, release a quick, look, I'm running, uh, let's, I'm I'm working out, check this out, and then he goes back, yeah, and then drinks his six pack <laughs> and plays Call of Duty, you know, we don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's the reality of it. Yeah. yeah. It's been so long since we've seen any kind of hockey, though, man. I'm just, I could watch warm ups and I'd be busting, right? I'm stoked just to see anything. Well, yeah. Just to have a full, healthy team out there for whoever yeah. you are or whoever you cheer for. Just, yeah, as I said, it's just a way to just have a shot in the arm to start off a good hockey playoff, though. No, absolutely. It's going to draw in fans, as you boys said over there from the hockey minute. And, I mean, it's going to just, it's a prime opportunity for the NHL to grow as a sport, honestly. And even get other you know other people into it you know the women's hockey leagues and all of that too where do you guys see your abs going though i want to know unbiased though where's where's the abs oh well that that's exact well i was just about to ask that uh so we'll go back through one more time uh what do you guys see in the who do you guys see in the finals uh ryan from the east or the west or both Final, uh, finals, you know, well, I got to stick with my, my Washington capitals, but out of the West, man, I mean, and I'm not just saying this cause I'm on your podcast, like Colorado is, I, I, I think that they're a better team up top, like forward wise than St. Louis and St. Louis, they're the defending champs and they've, you know, they've got a good all around squad, but I mean, Nathan McKinnon's a top five player in the league and, I feel like he's so driven right now to just be the best player in the world that he's going to, and he's the kind of guy he puts the team on his back. We saw it last year against uh, the flames in that first round. He just, he just, he lit it up. So I'm going to say it's going to be a final of avalanche versus capitals caps in six. Oh buddy. That'd be a, that'd be a high, that'd be a high energy uh, final right there. What about you, Brandy? I'm going uh, with a rematch of last year, actually. I'm thinking St. Louis and Boston coming at it again. Um, especially, I mean, the only you real issue that... Boston lose again, don't you? I fucking love Marchand crying. <laughs> Honestly, that was the wallpaper on my phone for like a good six months, man. Like, yeah. So I'd, I'd be stoked to see that again. And like with, with St. Louis, I think the, the only real issue for teams trying to repeat is the wear and tear year over year. And they've completely been able to bypass that. So they've got a huge advantage to do something that's fairly historic in, in the modern era. Yeah, uh, I could definitely see that. Um, what do you think, Russ? Well, um, yeah, um, just I, I God, that's kind of hard because I don't want to be a homer or anything like that. But I... It, the abs are just, they're just deep. They're, as as uh, Ryan said, they're just like a very just forward-driven team. They've got a decent back end. They just need to keep their nose to the grindstone and not let uh, them get a bunch of cheap plays and, you know, get ahead, you know, cheap bounces and everything like that. 
Um, but I mean, I could see either, yeah, Colorado and, uh, yeah, it could be either Boston, depending on how they play. They're rough and tumble, high school, like, you know, they can be a high scoring team. They have guys that can score. So, um, yeah, uh, I'd have to say probably, yeah, Colorado. You better hope that it's not Boston, though, because you guys are going to be without your number two center if it's Boston, just so you know. <laughs> I think we can, I think we'll be able to manage. Yeah, easy, easy there, Brandon. Hey, uh, that was Ryan. Think? Don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All Canadians look the same, though. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that twang. Uh, we did, we right. forgot That's to bring our goal. interpreter for Ross. Oh yeah, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that you should have. All right, Keetzer, what do you got, bud? I mean, obviously, I'm gonna have to go with Avs, you know, as one of the teams because you gotta you gotta rep the local team. Uh, but I'll, I'm gonna say Philadelphia. I think those guys Ooh. are gonna come in hot and kind of take care of all these other guys, you know, and uh, and do their thing and make it to the finals. With the apps, Philly's one of that one of those uh, you know sneaky teams that'll that could most likely do that do that to you. So I, I you know I wouldn't mind seeing that. And then honestly, I'd love to see it. I mean, when was the last time you've seen Philadelphia get even near something like that? Twenty twenty ten. It was last time. One of the last times that yeah twenty ten when the twenty ten is yeah, that what it was? Won it. Yeah, I was gonna say because I I because it was the yeah. mystery goal that they the, yeah, think the that goal. went in and like. Kane was just going Oh, nuts. yeah, that's right. That's and right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else is like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? It's Did he just win? <laughs> it's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's all coming. I hope. But yeah, regardless. It, it, no, go ahead, Keith. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I was just saying that. It, it would just be cool to see. Oh, I was just going to say, I hope that if the Flyers win, I hope, like, during the presentation, Batman comes out and it's like uh, – Sharu starts skating forward to accept it. Gritty comes out of nowhere, just snags the cup, just does a lap without. Oh. <laughs> just comes down yeah. rope and just ties the Like rope Mission Impossible just style, just like sna- like oh, just right be- when Giroux lifts it, Gritty comes down from the rafters, takes the cup, and it's just gone. It's just a fucking gritty show from here on. They they would do some they would do some shiesty ass shit like oh, that. that would Guaranteed. Be the it's gr- Philly, dude. <laughs> yeah, that would be the gritty thing to do for sure. Well, sweet. I, I, I like I like the predictions. They, they, they look pretty good. So uh, let's get into you guys. The hockey minute. When uh, let's let's talk about your guys' backgrounds. You know, like where you come, where where you came from, and like uh, how'd you boys got get got into hockey, and how'd you how'd you eventually decide to make this podcast? Uh, well, it's it's actually pretty. Uh pretty boring i mean we were on the uh, the, the hockey subreddit and uh, our, our producer matt uh, reached out and asked uh, if anybody was interested in coming together and trying to put a hockey podcast together this is kind of more towards the start of all this uh, all this covid stuff and um we came together pretty fast there's five of us that all got together and hopped on a conference call and within a couple of weeks we had our, our first episode out what's kind of neat about it though is i mean all of us met on reddit so we could have been fucking anywhere in the world obviously and, and ryan and i are maybe 15 minutes apart driving uh matt and uh, one of our other writers jules they're about the same if there were no traffic in new york which i think has probably never happened and then uh, one of our other guys is canadian but i mean it's just it's, it's a neat kind of good mix we managed to get everybody uh on the same page and it's just we're super stoked to be going and actually i feel like we're starting to finally build some finally we're starting to build some really good momentum we've only been doing it for a couple of months but i feel like we're uh 
kind of finding our stride here. So, yeah. Well, well, I mean, already a thousand listens. That's huge. So I got to yeah. ask you. So did you and Ryan not even know each other before this? No, never, man. Huh. You guys got a lot of like a lot of really good chemistry and stuff. Like I, w- I would think you guys have been buddies for like a, a real long time. Well, I'm, yeah, it's it's the the trick is that most Western Canadians are just totally interchangeable. <laughs> so we could go on a road trip and I'd hop out and somebody else would hop in. Ryan wouldn't notice for about thirty miles. It's kind of the way we go. <laughs> like oh sorry, uh, I guess that. Just well, I mean, if you go back and listen to our <laughs> first few episodes, like we were we were trying to figure it out, like like what our chemistry was and i i've never met brandon he tells me oh, i got a wife and two kids i'm thinking oh okay i gotta watch what i say and then he starts you know beaks you know this he's making jokes about scooping cum out of his belly button so i mean all of a sudden <laughs> it's like oh okay i can i can gel with this guy just fine so uh yeah it's it, i mean not 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 that way you fucking weirdos but uh but yeah no it's it's been good man it's been exciting to just kind of keep saying during this whole pandemic too and just have something to look forward to and obviously it's it's led us to uh you know people like you three i mean and i never would have never would have found the time to chat with an abs fan but uh you know now we got the podcast and it's it's a nice way to you know reach out to people too so it's been good i couldn't agree more and uh, let me just say that that louis ck comment took me completely <laughs> off my fucking toes so. that was just like that that was that was insane. I was just like, oh, well, all right, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what am I walking on to on this podcast? Coming out of her belly button, like, well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm just gonna say right now, like, uh, I think that's like the first thing I heard about Louis C.K. since all that fucking drama happened. Right. So that, so just to hear that, I was just like, oh, uh, and I thought about saying something, and then Brandon just dropped that shit. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> So what uh, like what's your hockey backgrounds got like? Because I know you guys have uh, talked about uh, you know playing a whole bunch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. what? When did you start? What like kind of like what players and kind of you know inspired you to kind of start? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I started when I was like five years old. Uh, Joe Sakic was my favorite player growing up. He's from Burnaby, and that's about half an hour from where I live, and. Uh, I mean, at the time too, he was uh, he was one of the biggest stars in the league, and uh, so that was kind of. I mean, I just tried to play like him. I, I chose to be a winger because I didn't really want to play defense. But Sakic was the guy. He used his curve. <laughs> I tried to you know skate like him, shoot like him, and and then over time, um, I was playing AAA hockey when Ovechkin came in the league, and he was like you know, the tinted visor and the flashy skates and the flashy gear. And, and I was like, this is, you know, this is my guy. And this might, uh, might be treasonous to say, I don't know, Trudeau's secret police might show up at my door, but I wasn't a Crosby fan, man. It was, uh, that lockout year, they pumped Crosby so much that I got tired of hearing about him. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't really think McDavid had as much exposure because there was still other things to talk about in hockey, but they talked about Crosby. It was literally the guy would go, you know, he'd be training in some obscure rink in Nova Scotia, and it was like we had around-the-clock coverage on it. So out of spite, I chose to be an Ovechkin fan, but, I mean, it's uh, it's it's worked out well for me. And, and two legends, obviously, but, uh, you know, he Ovechkin got his cup, and I can die happy. There you go. I mean, yeah, I, I got to agree with that uh, Crosby statement. I mean, everybody just thinks – 
The sun shines right out of that guy's butthole, man. I swear. I can't handle it. What about you, Brandon? Uh, what, what about you, buddy? Well, I'm, <clears throat> my, my hockey story isn't exactly as exciting as Ryan's. I, I didn't play as a kid. I, I, my first hockey memories are actually of Pavel Bure, uh, the kind of the 91, 92 uh, season, and just him cruising up and down in a way that almost looked inhuman <laughs> compared to everybody else. And, and that, was, that was honestly it for me for hockey. I just uh, I couldn't get enough of it from there. Uh, I'm not sure what your guys' vintage is or if you would have seen this, but a, a neat thing about Pavel Bury that people might know not know is that <clears throat> he was just a, a a thick guy. Like he wasn't he wasn't a skinny little Russian kid. He was he was probably one of the most like bigger, more muscular guys on the team, aside from like Gino Ojic or anything like that. So if if you go on YouTube and, and look up Pavel Bury elbows Shane Churla. It's it's from uh, when they played. Uh, I think it was Dallas in like the '93, '94 in, in that era, and uh, Burry was just sick of getting pushed around by these guys, and he went end to end and fucking flying elbowed the guy in the side of the head, and then acted like nothing happened. And uh, it's just you, you just you don't see skill guys do that, and it's just I love that mix of probably the most electric player in the league mixed with a little bit of grit and fuck you attitude, and that's just. I don't know that was enough to get me fired up for hockey. I, I didn't actually play hockey until I moved up to the Arctic uh, in 2007. And then I uh, ended up coming back to Vancouver and buying some gear and getting up there and, and renting a rink and kind of learning a little bit there. And a bit of an embarrassing story is I, I, I rented a rink up there for an hour for like 110 bucks. It's actually cheaper to get ice where I was living in the Arctic than it is in Vancouver. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to skate, right? I got all my gear on. I'm, I'm fucking around out there and, and embarrassing my Canadian heritage, but luckily nobody's watching. And then uh, off to the side of the ice, there's these two little like eight, nine year old boys with their gear on, just looking at me like sad puppy. Like, please let me on the ice. Please let me on the ice. It's like, oh fuck. All right, fine. We can come on. Yeah, exactly. Just dummy both of them start jerseying them. <laughs> no, these uh, these fucking kids came on. And they're like, all right, we should play some shinny. And it's like, yeah, we can do that. I can try. And these two kids just skated fucking circles around me, man. It was like 30 minutes of them trying not to laugh as I was falling on my ass. And it's like, man, this is, I guess it's not in the cards for like a, a walk on undrafted pick for the Canucks, but that's okay. I'll keep, uh, I think, podcasting maybe more in my future. So I think that's when I started to look more towards the rafters. Shoot for the moon still. It's all right. You'll still <laughs> land among the stars is whatever that saying says. So you're that's good. It. You're good. That's, yeah. it. That's, be- that's beautiful, man. Uh, Ryan, you got any embarrassing stories you want to talk uh, about? Man? I mean, man, I, nothing too embarrassing like getting lit up by a couple of eight-year-olds when I was 40, but... Uh, I th- I think uh, <laughs> you know what I, I when I was playing AAA hockey, you guys might know who this guy is, Stefan Elliott. He was an Avs pick years ago, and uh, oh yeah, absolutely. so I was playing a, I was playing a team that had Stefan Elliott and Evander Kane were their top two players, and uh, I remember I was I was a healthy scratch because I knew I had made the team, so they basically they were trying to pick between a couple other guys, so they sit me. They sent me out. This team goes out. Uh, it was a team from Vancouver, and they 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 beat a sixteen nothing, right? And uh, so we get back into the room, and the coach is furious. He's like, you know, he's like, that, that was the most pathetic fucking thing I've ever seen. Whatever. I keep in mind, guys, I'm like at this age, I'm I'm fifteen. I'm probably about five foot five and like hundred thirty pounds. And he's screaming at the team. And he's like, nobody nobody threw a hit. And he's like, looks at me. He's like, Ryan. 
He's like, you're going in next game. He's like, are you going to hit somebody? And I was like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> made a glass over here. <laughs> so, but I shook my, I'm like, oh yeah, coach. No, I'll get him next time. I'll get him next time. And uh, the only thing when we played that team again is that I, I did blow up Stefan Elliott coming around. He was coming around the, the one side of the net. I came around the other side, blew him up. And, uh, and then I promptly got sat for the rest of the game because I was like a minus eight. So, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I know Keats has a, I, I know what you mean, Keats. I know what it's like to get lit up and just be way out of your weight class. So, oh God, man, tell me about it. I still get nightmares. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> I mean, where's my defense? Where's my defense? Oh, sweetheart, sweetheart, Keats, you're not, you're not, you're not eight years old anymore. It's all right. You're yeah. a firefighter now. It's all right. You're in bed. Oh God. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's beautiful. So, uh, I I could probably go ahead and guess this. Uh, Ryan, the reason why you're in, uh you're a Washington Caps fan is mainly uh, Ovechkin. Am I am I wrong in saying that? Uh. Yeah, kind of. I liked Jeff Halpern actually back in the day because he was an undrafted captain. So, yeah, I didn't mind the Caps. I was a Canucks fan for a long time, but then that lockout hit, and then it was uh, the Ovi train from there on out. Oh, there we go. Um, uh, you know, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta ask Brandon about this. Uh, uh, Todd Bertuzzi. <laughs> Man. Oh God. Todd Todd Bertuzzi is one still one of my top five favorite players of all time. Man, he oh, he had a three yeah. year stretch. Go sit in the truck. Get, get out. <laughs> he had he had a three year stretch where he was he looked unstoppable. Man, I, I've, you, you've all seen the highlights, right? Where he's got one hand on the stick and he's he's holding off the other guy like he's a toddler when he walks to the net. It's just it's he was incredible. Um, the, the, the whole more issue and all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, we all know how that turned out and what a shitty situation that was, but if you just look at the player, it, the player himself, he was, he was just unreal. I mean, I, I, I really had no problems with him before that, but yeah, that's Steve Moore. That was, uh, it was dicey for it, sure. Did you guys hear I, that I interview with Brad like, May though? Just recently? Oh yeah, that was some, yeah that was on uh, Cam Jansen's podcast. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I heard a little bit. I got like, yeah, he's like, I've got no respect for Steve Moore. None. Oh, he he was leaving and, uh, receipts yeah. with his comments on Steve Moore. I was surprised. Yeah, I and I that uh, shocks me. Holy shit! Well, Ro- hey Ross, I'll send you the. F- the fucking link because it was uh it was pretty hectic man he was laying into him oh god i mean after he that basically i mean bertuzzi ended his career i mean how can you you know go up one side and down the other on one on a guy that's not even playing hockey that was actually a damn good hockey player too and uh well and i I gotta say i know like uh from what i from what i understand it was from a hit that uh more had just put on uh, Naslin, which uh, took yeah, him out, took that's, out that's took him out for a couple games. Well, at least, well, for a bit now. He took him out for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was yeah, an elbow to I the mean, head. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, obviously retaliation is one thing, but uh, it's just a little too far, well, if that, you ask me. That's almost on like McSorley rounds or whatnot, you know, going after Brashear after Brashear yeah. was yeah. getting cheeky with him. No, yeah, exactly. Well, 
All right, I just I, I just had to I had to pop pop that in there real quick. No, but, just, no. but no, remember, guys, good. Brad May played for the Colorado Avalanche yeah. afterwards. What, how about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny actually. It, like, there's a, a TSN ten forty who's our local uh, local sports radio station here. They had Brad May on. I think it was last year, and he was actually going on about all that that same stuff and how awkward it was to be traded to Colorado and how he managed to integrate himself into the locker room after a little while and. And all that kind of stuff, but like I just, man, imagine that. It was a year after, right? I think he played with the Canucks one more year after the Steve Moore incident, and then he signed as a free agent with Colorado. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the stuff was still under investigation at that time, and all the that lasted years. Yeah, so, years. Yeah, years. Yeah. So that that not you know, it's not a big elephant in the room at, by all means. You know what's crazy with that <laughs> is too. I actually I actually met him when he played for the Avs. Brad May. And he was the nicest freaking dude. Yep. I talked to him for like 15, 20 minutes. Really? <laughs> he was just like, I was young, you know. But he's like, oh, you play too? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, cool. What kind of what kind of gear do you like? And we talked about like sticks and like all this shit. And he was like into it. I don't know if he was just wasted. Because he was one of those like... <laughs> But he was the friendliest dude ever, and I'm like, holy shit, this guy's not bad at all. <laughs> definitely not like you. Definitely don't sound like the guy that you've been talking, uh, you've been, uh, we've been hearing about. That's for sure. Yeah, it was weird. Whole well, weird situation. Well, boys, you want to chime in on here? Like, what do you got? What do you got up in your minds? Let's let's ask these guys some questions. Well, let's uh, let's test this out. Let's, let's test, test out their. Their metal. Well, I mean, you kind of sent them a few questions, and a few of them, well, I mean, you guys have kind of gone through the rounds. But, I mean, if your team ever gets knocked out, do you ever have, like, because I know I do just as just watching hockey in general, just have, like, your second and your third teams and all that that you just watch, that you just have, like, not, like, a special place in your heart or anything by all means, but that you just enjoy the club or the franchise and how they treat their players and you know, it's, you know, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, absolutely. I, I mean, for me, it's a bit special. My, my great uncle is, is there was at McDonald. He died about a year and a half ago, but he was the first captain of the Winnipeg jets and the first captain of the Pittsburgh penguins. And so I, um, I mean, he played for the jets for years, but I generally follow the jets cause that's where my, my dad's family is all from out there and stuff. So They've been my my number two team ever since they've uh, ever since they've came home. But uh, I mean, there's generally I'm I'm a bit of a, a hockey nerd, I guess you could say. Whereas when the playoffs are on, I'll kind of watch and see who I think is the most entertaining to watch. Like this year, I kind of have a feeling I'm probably going to track Carolina pretty closely because you kind of have to pick and choose, right? You just you can't. There's no way you can watch every game, even if you didn't sleep. There's just not enough time. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll track the Jets pretty tight. But I also I've, I've got a soft spot for Carolina. I just love the way they move the puck from the D. Oh yeah. What about you, uh, Ryan? Yeah, man. I don't really have a second team, but yeah. usually if the Caps get knocked out, then it's like I'll keep watching, and then if uh, you know by the time the finals rolls around, there's always like the narratives, right? It's like uh, like last year it was you know David Backus, longtime Blues captain, is now on the Bruins, and he's playing his old team, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I just I don't really cheer for like the Bruins or you know the Blackhawks or anything like that because they've had their time, but. Um, I mean, out, out here, I, I do have a soft spot, I guess, for Vancouver. But at the same time, uh, just the fucking fan base in Vancouver is just so toxic and the worst. Like, oh, but really? like, 
so you remember the team, the Canucks 10 years ago were one of the best teams in the league. And I worked with a guy that like, he hated Luongo. He thought Luongo was the worst goalie in the league. And, uh, yeah, gold, gold medal winning <laughs> Vesna finalist. And he was just, Oh, they got to get rid of him. They got to get rid of him. And in games, uh, what was it, Brandon game seven, they got, they, they lost like eight to nothing or something like that in the cup final. Four nothing, yeah. Four nothing, same thing. Uh, but either way, it's like a fish. Yeah, like story. either way, this guy was He's just twisting the knife. It's okay. He fucking knows it's four nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but either way, like this guy was just—he's like, yeah, Luongo, he blew it. I'm like, dude, they had the Art Ross winning Sedins, like they, they couldn't score a goal, like all that kind of stuff. And the fan, and obviously, as you guys know too, they lose that series, and like the city gets lit on fire too. So, yeah. Uh, oh. Well, and isn't that the second time in history, too, that they've actually done that for the Yeah, the they're Canucks? two for three on cup finals. Yeah, they were going to riot no matter what, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Vancouver was coming down either way. <laughs> oh, yeah. People were ready to riot, man. They're like, fuck, we did this in 94. Let's do it again. Well, it's almost like the White Castle. Let's burn this mother yeah, to yeah. the ground, Putin. Hey, that's <laughs> that's why they made down. weed legal in Canada. Exactly. It was just because they knew if the Canucks ever made it again, they're like, hopefully people will just be chilled out. <laughs> Oh, there. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so uh, you guys are on YouTube. To, uh, you guys are going to be on YouTube here soon, right? We already are, yeah. Full episodes. Oh, really? Episodes. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, give us a rundown about that. How, like, uh, you why did you decide to go to the video? And, uh, I mean, what, what can we expect from here on out? So we're not actually on video on YouTube. We just post the uh, the podcast episodes there with some visuals and stuff. I think in the future we're going to be looking towards that. I think we might be getting uh, getting into some some green screen and that kind of stuff. My my wife's a, an art teacher and a photographer and stuff, so we kind of have access to a lot of those things. So maybe once we're uh, gathering a little more and all that kind of stuff, we can get it set up and actually post some some video to YouTube. But as it stands right now, we just do uh, the podcast episodes with some you know funny memes and pictures and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's right, right on, right on. So uh, eventually, we'll be we'll get to see your lovely faces on every pop. Well, podcast. that's actually why we haven't yet, is because Brandon's wife was like, "No fucking way, am I letting my handsome husband just be seen by the world?" So we're we're working on that though. We're trying to get her there to just allow that to happen. Yeah, a face only a mother can love. Eh? I'm actually trying to crowdsource some hair plugs before we go live. So <laughs> hey, if you guys want to chip yeah. in, that'd be all right. Hey, yeah, yeah, I can see it, man. You gotta. Get, there's a little thinness up top. That's all right. Oh, though. buddy, yeah, exactly. It's a light dusting of hair. It's enough to let you know that I had some at one point. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, just keep the keep the dream alive. We'll, uh, you know, maybe we'll do like a crowdfund. <laughs> exactly. Like I would be like Ally Afraidy, right, with the bald skullet. Yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh, there we go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Well, boys, this has been so much fun. Thank you guys so much for doing this. You guys uh, have any shout-outs you want to throw out real quick? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, everything went off. <laughs> Ryan? Why, Ryan? Well, I was just going to say for the listeners on this great podcast, uh, if you haven't heard of us, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Overcast. Uh, you can leave us voicemails if you really hate us. And uh, we'll play it on the podcast. Please. And uh, yeah, I mean, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the Hockey Minute, too. You can always catch us there as well. So, uh, and Beaks, fellas, we appreciate this, man. I mean, this is, uh, this is pretty cool. So, 
we're looking we're gonna get Keats on soon we're gonna get Ross on soon as well to break down the uh, the Avs first round matchup whoever they end up playing so looking forward to having having the rest of oh, the yeah. squad on and you guys are having some success I mean Jan Hay- Jan Hayda we gotta follow Jan Hayda are you fucking kidding me <laughs> it's just a neighbor you know yeah, yeah. yeah we we just we it's all right we talk to him all the time it's no big deal or anything no it's like Band-Aid brand. He's just a household name. He's just here all the time. Just, you know. Hey, we did uh, we did uh, we did put an episode in between you guys. So perfect. So That's why we need a little bit of buffer. Oh, hey, who do you, who do you have yeah, on next? Because you know? if you say like Peter Forsberg, this has never seen the light of day. This interview. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like Fopo would come Fopo. on this. Yeah. They come to some dingy ass uh, garage in Thornton, Colorado. Like, yeah, all the way from freaking Sweden. Uh, that'd be. Uh, I don't. I don't know. We got. We got a few people coming on. I know uh, my buddy. Uh, he's big into the sled hockey scene, and I think we're gonna try to get him on. And uh, uh, you know, we got a couple of people coming up. But uh, yeah, we're just really stoked. We finally got you guys on because. I mean, just like uh, I think I speak for the boys, and I I know they can speak too. I think um, well. we just we we dig your uh, we dig what you guys do, and uh, it was really nice of you guys to let let me come on and chat shit. So I mean, uh, it was a no brainer having you guys on. Well, and I mean, it was easy. You just ask all the the per usual, you know, just fire off the hip questions, you know. But uh, we'll just follow up on that, and yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we just enjoyed having you guys on, and had a good time. Absolutely, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, of course, man. Well, uh, that's going to be it for us today. Uh, I just want to thank everybody who's listening out there. Um, uh, what else, boys? I think that puts the cherry on top. All right, there we go. Uh, the, the cherry's on top. You guys all have a good time. Hey, do. Later, guys. Thanks, guys. Till next time.